everybody, it's Kyle. I am coming to you on my new Zoom H6 All Black. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, the last episode sounded pretty good, and I think I was like holding on to it and stuff. I did buy a little clip that like clips onto your dashboard or on your visor or whatever. You know, this thing's so heavy, I don't think it'll work on the visor. But yeah, I mean, you just attach it to that clip and then you clip it onto whatever. I can't find it. <laughs> it's really crazy. I just ordered that damn thing too. Uh, but I did find, I have an old small rig uh, C-clamp type thing that has a, a connection on it for a tripod mount, you know. And so I just have it connected on there, kind of pointed at me from the side, from the cup holders. I'm driving this car my mother bought. Um, not a big fan of this car for a lot of reasons. Um, primarily because it seems as though she was charged way too much for it. Um, from what I hear, there's little I'll be able to do about that. Um, so we're just trying to figure out how to handle it at this point. Um, I do understand that none of her debts and stuff like that fall back on me. I'm not responsible for those, even though I'm the executor. There's no real estate or anything like that. Um, but even though I'm the executor, I'm the only child, all that stuff, I'm not legally responsible for her debts. Um, if there were an estate, they can try and collect it through that, but there's no such thing really uh, with everything that's gone on. So there's that. Uh, so I'm just going to kind of start this off as a regular episode, guys. Sorry for all the bumps, but as you well know, if you live anywhere where it snows, uh, afterwards there's lots of pothole action. <laughs> and this is no exception uh, where I live. All right, so... Let's see, what's going on that's good in my life? Well, one thing that is going on that's really, really, really good in my life um, happened yesterday. And that was the life celebration for my mother uh, that we held. Um, so many things surrounding it <laughs> were, were extremely stressful, uh, painful, all of those good things. Uh, however, in the end, it ended up working out great and so that's pretty awesome and I'm very very happy with uh, the turnout and everything that went along with it um, was just really awesome I am glad that it's over with though I'll be honest with you um, it just was a lot of pressure a lot of stuff going on leading up to it um, but hey dude it's it's you know the film's in the can as they say uh, so it's just about people's memories and stuff like that now. And, uh, not much I can do to change anything that happened yesterday at this point. Um, you know, it was a real interesting situation because of a couple different aspects to this whole scenario. One of them is, um, the fact that we scheduled this thing and we set up this event and everything a while back, a few weeks ago now, or a week and a half ago. Um, and so we set up the venue and all that. It was really the only venue available. So we just went with a, a VFW hall that's right in downtown where I grew up. I grew up in Leavenworth, Kansas, by the way, if you guys don't know that. 
kind of a famous town. If you ever watched a mash, surely you've heard of it because they always talked about if you got in trouble in the military, you'd get sent to Leavenworth. The reason why is there's a lot of prisons in Leavenworth and Lansing, which is attached to Leavenworth, another small town, and then Fort Leavenworth, which is the military base. That's what they were talking about when they said in MASH and other military-type shows, they would talk about getting sent to Leavenworth. There's a total, I believe, of six uh, incarceration uh, setups in Leavenworth. You know, the biggest, most well-known one is the federal penitentiary. It's one of the first federal penitentiaries in the United States history. It is really interesting because when they designed pretty much any government building back in the day, a long, long, long time ago, um, they tried to make it as much as possible resemble the Capitol or resemble the White House. And so it kind of does have that look to it. The federal pen does. Uh, then there's the state pen, which is technically in Lansing, Kansas, which is attached to Leavenworth. Uh, my grandfather actually worked there and was a dentist uh, when he was just finishing up dental school and just starting his own, uh, you know, business, basically. And uh, he actually kind of had a strange opportunity, um, but one thing that he did do if you've ever heard of the book or seen the films uh, In Cold Blood, um, those two guys who met in Olathe, Kansas here, just outside of Kansas City, and they drove all the middle, out into the middle of Kansas because in, in prison or something, one of them had heard there was this farm family that had a ton of money in a safe, and they ended up murdering the entire family. It's pretty sad. The Clutter family, I think, is what their names were. Um, but they ended up getting caught, and, and it was death penalty city for the both of those guys. One of those two guys wanted his teeth fixed before he was executed, which seems like an extreme. Uh, I'm not a big death penalty guy, trust me. I mean, I think you have to set some sort of limit, right? So if you killed two or more people, or something like that all at once, or even over a period of time, you, you got to go, you know, I, I don't think that two wrongs make a right, but I think there are some people who, if you don't do something about them, they're just going to kill more people. And so we should try and protect our citizens, even though in a way you're kind of executing a citizen. I know that's where the line gets a little gray for me. So I'm not too clear on it. But anyway, my grandpa worked on this, that guy's one of the guy's teeth. Uh, Robert Blake paid, played the character in the original film. Uh, of, of the person who my grandfather worked on his teeth. So, pretty interesting. Um, I don't even know why I went into all that. <laughs> but that's where I'm from. So, we had this event at this v VFW hall, and uh, we signed up and, and booked the venue and all that stuff and paid for it and everything far in advance of the Chiefs winning their football game last week so that they would be playing against Baltimore yesterday. Uh, the other thing we thought when we booked it is, well, that'll probably be a night game, you know, if they do make it to Baltimore. So we don't have to worry about that. Well, we do have to worry about it because our event started at 1. The football game started at 2. <laughs> so uh, the cool thing is, you know, the VFW Hall, the people that work there, 
were really cool and they set up and put the game on all these TVs around the area there um, with no volume and then there is a bar right attached to it they call it the canteen but there is a bar there uh, where people go and watch the games and there was a crowd in there and stuff but we had the doors shut we had our bartender in our area so she was uh, there if anybody needed anything uh, to drink soda or alcohol didn't really matter and then, uh, yeah, it went really well, you know. It, 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 it was an interesting event. And there were moments where people showed up that I was just absolutely thrown for a loop. I definitely did not expect some of the people who showed up to be there. And so it was pretty touching. Uh, for example, my daughter uh, plays on a club volleyball team. That coach... Uh, along with his daughter, who's a good friend of my daughter's, um, they showed up, you know, pretty long haul for them. I mean, it was over an hour for us, so it's definitely that far for them, if not a little bit longer. Um, and then um, another big surprise was one of my buddies from uh, junior high and high school showed up. I, I knew he was coming because I'd seen that, but he brought his parents. I haven't seen his parents in forever. And uh, they were pretty important when I was growing up. So it was really beautiful that they showed up and I got a chance to talk to them and they got to see my children. And it was just really awesome. Um, and yeah, I mean, there were my, my, actually my boss from my last job before I came to work at uh, AKC or American Kennel Club, I worked at another company called DH Pace and my boss there uh, she had actually gotten another job and moved on. I was still there for a little while. Um, and so she works for another company, but she showed up. I mean, it was just some of the people who showed up, I just had no clue that they would be there. So it was really touching. Um, the remaining family members from, from my mom's family, um, her brother and her sister, so my aunt and uncle, they really uh, came through. My aunt uh, flew in from Arizona where she lives uh, with her husband. They flew in and, and uh, all that good stuff. And so we got to uh, go to have dinner with them the night before this event. And then we got to hang out with them some yesterday as well. And that was pretty awesome. Uh, they really helped a lot getting everything set up. Um, my uncle took all these photographs. I had them printed off for him just waiting at a store in Leavenworth. I did it over the internet. And he went and picked up all these photographs and he made these beautiful, uh, you know, collage boards that were just awesome. Uh, it was just really cool to see all the hard work. He's very detail-oriented and stuff. And, and uh, he's quite the artist, actually. I remember a lot of his sketches and stuff when I was younger are outstanding. And so... Uh, I knew he kind of had that in him and he offered to do it. And so that was really awesome. And he really came through with that. Um, my, both my children really helped a lot yesterday. Um, and it was cool for everybody to see them and meet them and, and for them to recognize that they do have other family they didn't really know about. And that was pretty awesome. Um, it was just, it was just really touching and it was really, uh, you know, it definitely put a little bit of finality to this whole thing. It's been a 
it's been a wild ride. It, it went way too fast, even though that's probably a good thing. Uh, from the time of Christmas to the time she passed away was, I think, under three weeks. Um, so that was that went fast. Uh, I think the cancer was probably way more advanced than anybody knew, including her even. Um, so it is what it is, and, and I definitely appreciated everybody being there yesterday. It was actually really awesome. And on top of that, my mom was a huge sports fan, huge. Um, as a matter of fact, I've got a ton of sports memorabilia of hers. Um, she's given my son autographed pictures of Michael Jordan and Peyton Manning on his draft day. I mean, she just loves sports. And uh, she also really loved election pins. I have a giant amount of election pins going all the way back to JFK. It's crazy. Um, but, yeah, she was, there was things like that she was really into. She was quite an athlete as well. So I'm pretty jazzed that I found her uh, little award for when she had a hole-in-one. She played golf. She actually won a tournament when she was pregnant with me, just a few days before she had me, actually. It was pretty wild. Uh, and there used to be a newspaper article picture of her swinging the golf club, and she's got this big pregnant belly, and that's me inside of there. But she won a golf tournament when she was pregnant with yours truly. So she was a very, very devout athlete, and uh, it was cool to see some of the old articles about her bowling. She was a really great bowler. Uh, she played a heck of a lot of softball. There was a whole parts of a softball team that showed up. There were people that she played softball with um, and friends that I'd known my whole life, you know, that showed up. And that was really cool, too. Um, in addition, the fact that the Chiefs game on, was on against the Baltimore Ravens in the background was so appropriate. It was weird. It's like nobody batted an eye. Everybody just kind of assumed, well, hell, I mean, that's what... That's what Diana would want, you know, and it's true. And even more so, they freaking beat the Baltimore Ravens, and we're in another Super Bowl. It's our fourth Super Bowl in five years. So in the last five years, we've been in the Super Bowl four times. That is astounding. If we win and we win back-to-back -back Super Bowls this year, I mean, that is like you're part of a very small group of football teams. So... That's really cool, and uh, it was cool to watch it unfold as we were there celebrating my mom. And the other cool thing that happened, um, she used to go visit this Applebee's in, in Leavenworth there. Um, if you're ever in Leavenworth, Kansas, man, you're looking for some place to get food, I know I haven't always been the biggest Applebee's guy either, but I'll make damn sure I always stop by that Applebee's and stop in and maybe have a sandwich or an appetizer and a beer because... Those people are incredible. As a matter of fact, they catered the entire event at no charge. They refused to take any money at all, and it was awesome. It was the perfect amount of food. Everybody got fed. They had a good time. Uh, it, it just went perfectly. And uh, But, yeah, if you're ever in Leavenworth and you need a quick bite, Applebee's, go to it. Go see them. If you go there... Uh, behind the bar, up on the top right corner, there's a shelf. You'll see a picture of a bunch of uh, employees with a little old lady in the middle. That is not my mom. That is my grandma. 
that's how the whole thing got started. My grandmother used to go to Applebee's a couple times a week and get a little tiny cup of chicken noodle soup and some tea. And that was her big outing for the week before she passed away. It was amazing. And they kind of took her on uh, as a mascot man, and they loved her. And uh, they actually used to have a plaque on the wall where she sat that said Sue Kindred's Table. Um, it was just beautiful. They showed up at her funeral. I remember that. They were all there, and they were crying. I mean, it was touching, and yesterday was touching, too. Because I went to that Applebee's to pick up that food. And there had to be four or five different young people that came up to me, all different kinds of people, and just told me how important my mom was to them. And it was beautiful, man. How she always talked to them and asked about their family members and stuff that they had talked with her about and she remembered all that stuff and and discussed those things with him and you know the manager told me how much how helpful she was to him because he was going through a hard time at home and how she gave him this great advice and she listened to him and let him vent and she was there for him and god man This is probably the first time I've cried about this whole thing, guys. But it was so touching. It was so amazing. And then there was this young woman that was there, and she just went on and on and on about my mom. And it was just so cool, you know. And, and uh, you know, we gave them all cards. We, we I found out from the manager how many employees he had, and we gave them all thank you cards. I hand-wrote each one of them. And thank them for making my mom a part of their family there. And I know Applebee's is a corporate restaurant and all that stuff, but I don't know, man. That one's special somehow, you know. And what they did for my grandmother and and for my family and what they did for my mom is pretty flippin' incredible. And... uh I really can't say enough great things about these people. They really, 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 really genuinely cared about my mother. As a matter of fact, there was one of them who uh, used to be a waitress there, and my mom was pretty close to her, and uh, I called her. Her number was on my mom's phone, and I called her and told her when my mom passed away, and she cried. I mean, it was... It's just one of those things that, you know, I always kind of thought it was bullshit until yesterday. And I can tell you it wasn't bullshit, man. She loved those people and those people loved her. That was her hobby, you know. That's what she did to pass the time. And uh, it just really created this beautiful vibe and this beautiful environment. And uh, it was really touching, man. And not only just the people that work there. The girl that I was talking to when I went and picked up the food, I met her mother later. (laughs) Her mother came to the life celebration event. And she, she immediately grabbed me and pulled me aside and talked to me and told me about how she got 
ship to Fort Leavenworth there, and sometimes your stuff will get lost in transit. Um, so she didn't really have anything to eat or anything to cook or anything where she was going to be living now. And so she said, well, I didn't, I didn't like Applebee's, but I said, I'll go to Applebee's. So she went there, and one of the first people she met was my mom. And this other group of people that sat there, and they would all hang out and have some beers and talk and eat. And she met my mom that way, and she grabbed my arm and said, your mom was so important to me. And I was just like, wow. I mean... It is bizarre, guys. I really don't know how to explain it. The only conclusion I could come to is the fact that she was important to a lot of people. And she loved people so much. And she had that that ability to just strike up a conversation with anyone, total strangers, and become friends with those people. There's another fella that was there yesterday, and I've talked to him a few times. He's not the one that sent that horrible plan. That turd wasn't there, thank goodness. Um, but he's another guy that hung out with my mom, and they went and saw um, sporting events together. They went and saw um, baseball games. They went and saw soccer games. They went and saw a bunch of stuff together and spent a lot of time together um, and it was pretty damn cool, man. I, I saw some of the pictures of them at different sporting events. I know how much my mom loves sports. It was just, the whole thing was just touching, guys. I mean, I, I really don't know how else to put it, but I will tell you this is a big thing. It's, it's given me a different outlook on things, and I can't help but think about it now, how what my mom was doing when she met all these people and became friends with these people and spent time with these people she was giving out love, love and, and positivity, you know, and, and she, she got it back yesterday. I mean, a hundredfold, but I, I'm going to focus my life on being that way from now on. And I know if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you may have already gotten a sense of that because I, I, this sequence at the beginning used to be called what's bugging me. And it was so negative, you know, and I changed it to what's going on in my life, what's going on good in my life, you know. Um, so I've kind of been moving in that direction anyway. But after seeing all of this and listening to these people and meeting these people and all these amazing things, that's what I want to do. I want to, <coughs> I want to spread positivity, you know. I want to spread love and and I want to be positive to people. There's too much anger and hatred and fighting in our world, especially in our country right now. And I'm fucking tired of it. I know you guys are. I know my mom was. Um, she just refused to, to, to take part in it, you know. And I'm going to refuse to take part in it too, you know. I, I, I'll tell you one way I'm going to stop it is I would watch these videos, man. Yeah, I don't like Donald Trump. I don't. And you guys know that if you've listened to me. And that's fine. Everybody has their own opinions on things. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what makes this country so great. But um, 
you know, I, I get these things in my queue on YouTube and these, these videos just where they're interviewing these people at MAGA rallies and, and they're showing things that Trump says that are just ridiculous, you know, whatever. And uh, it's basically, you know, we used to call it, what we used to call it was capping. Oh, he's capping on you. They're capping on him. That kind of thing. When I was younger, we call it capping. And that's all these things are. And they, a lot of them come from the side that I'm on, you know. Um, but it's not, I don't want to be on that side. I don't want to be on any side. I, I want to be on the side that, that can just talk to somebody, you know. And, and maybe that person needs someone to talk to at that time. Maybe not. I don't know. But if, if you do something like that and it fails, I mean, what do you lose really? Nothing. But if it succeeds, I, I saw yesterday how much you can get out of it. And it's beautiful, man. And, and that's how I want to be. I, I, I don't want to be exact like my mom or anything like that. I'm not going to go to Applebee's and start hanging out. I mean, when I'm, when I'm in Leavenworth, I will always stop by there. But uh, in general, that's not really my, my jam. So I'm not going to do that. But what I am going to do is when I am at places, and I've already kind of done this. I've talked about this before. Had to get a drink um, real quick. But um, when we went to New York, we stayed in this uh, house. We rented this house in Queens. And it was right by the the train. So it was pretty awesome. You could just walk down the, to the corner and up the stairs and you're on the train to, to Manhattan. But on that little walk, a couple doors down from where we were staying, there was this Irish pub. And I, I, my wife and I, we looked at it several times. She knows I like places. I like things like that. And uh, the last day we were going to be there, the day before we were leaving, um, she said, well, let's go. Let's go check it out. So we walked a couple doors down and we went in there and sat down and had a couple drinks. And immediately this guy was sitting that I was sitting next to at the bar there, <clears throat> he and I started talking because we started talking about a band that I hadn't really thought of in forever. And uh, it's funny because one the person who loved this band and specifically this album that, that I fell in love with them over uh, is my buddy, my buddy from high school that was there yesterday and brought his parents. <laughs> uh, but anyway... This guy, the band is called the Afghan Wigs, and um, the original album, I can't remember what it's called, but it might have been Gentleman, but the song was definitely Gentleman, and and I loved it, and my buddy and I, we loved that song when it came out, we just thought it was so kick-ass, and <clears throat> so this guy that I sat next to in Queens, we were talking about different bands, and he brought up that band, I go, oh yeah, I know that band. And then it was like off to the races for an hour. I sat and talked with him about this band. And we talked about other bands and music and all that stuff. My poor wife was probably like, Jesus, is he going to date this guy now or what's going on? <laughs> but it was just cool because we had this thing in common. And, and you know, like if I were to see that guy today, I might not recognize him, but he might recognize me. And, and we would talk, man. And, and that's, the kind of shit I'm talking about, man. That's what I'm getting at. That's sending out positive vibes. That's, you know, 
I don't know anything about him that I don't like because we didn't talk about stupid shit like politics. You know? Politics is stupid shit, guys. It is. It's no reason to not talk to your family members anymore. It's no reason to hate. Okay? Politicians are there for us to vote for, to put into office, to make decisions for our country and its citizens. Okay? That's all it is. And... Uh, I think it's important to vote. I think you should vote. And I believe in our process, you know. But at the same time, uh, it's not the end of the world. It's not a fucking football game even where your team wins and the other team loses or vice versa. It's not. That's not what it's about. And it's turned into that. And it's so full of hatred and anger that I don't want anything to do with it anymore. On either side. Both sides can fuck off in my eyes. What I want to do is I want to talk to people about people. I want to get to know people like my mom got to know people. And that's what I choose from here on out. And I'm so thankful that even though she and I didn't get along that well over the last few years and there were some issues, that she taught me that final lesson through this whole thing yesterday. And I'm just so glad when I... When I recognize that love uh, that she gave other people and that love that they all returned yesterday for her, and not just for her, for me, for my family. They made it a point, these people that she just talked to, sitting at, at an Applebee's, man. I don't know. It's pretty amazing. That's all I got to say. So that's what's good that's happened to me. I know it doesn't all sound good. Some of it sounds kind of sad because I was crying it up a little bit there, but you just had to be there, man. If you saw what I saw, you know what I'm talking about, and it was pretty amazing. Alright, so, no real break or anything, but I may pause this right, right quick, because i got to hop into some place and pick something up. That's the whole reason I'm driving in the first place. Um, and so, what I'll probably do is stop it here. I'm going to hop out of the car, run in, and grab this. And then I will um, come back and talk about things that I'm into right now. It'll be a separate segment. Probably what I'll end up doing is sticking some music here in between um, just to break it up. And I'll catch up with you guys on the other side. All right. Let me throw it over to some sweet tunes. Sweet tunes. This is the town and these are the people. This is the town where the people all stay. Actually, what I was kind of grim, but bear with me. These are kind of things you'll have to do if you have a someone pass away in your family. I had to pick up these death certificates, um, and you'll need lots of copies of them because uh, everybody wants a copy in order for you to do anything. It's kind of crazy, um, but even to do crazy things like cancel. Um, any sort of contract for, for anything to change the mail. I mean, it's nuts. Everybody needs a copy and they ain't cheap. <laughs> uh, 
So that's just one of those things we had to do. So we, we got five copies, okay? And that was a cool hundred bucks. So anyway, all right. So what am I into right now? Well, uh, let's talk about music first. Music, man, I mean, there is a ton of music that I have been listening to. And there's even more. There's actually, uh, I know there's one album that I got recently I haven't even opened yet. So I've obviously been really busy over the last month with a lot of things going on, but kind of some music that I am listening to that I'm into. Um, most recent thing I picked up a copy of uh, David Gilmore's first solo album. So David Gilmore was the lead singer and guitarist of Pink Floyd. Uh, he came along later. The band had already had one album, I believe, maybe two. I think just one, though. Piper's Piper at the Gates of Dawn, I believe. But Sid Barrett was the, the original founding member along with Roger Waters. And I'm trying to, I don't remember who all else. But um, long story short, um, that's kind of what happened. And, and Sid Barrett ended up having major problems, major mental issues, and ended up, they he couldn't be in the band anymore. So they needed someone to play guitar and be the lead singer and everything. And it, they ended up finding David Gilmore. And that thus, you know, the rest is history, I guess you would say. Because everything that you know of Pink Floyd was created with David Gilmore and Roger Waters. I mean, that's, that's that band at its height. Uh, everything that you know. I mean... You know, Dark Side of the Moon, The Wall, Animals, Wish You Were Here, all of that created with those guys together. Um, so, yeah, that, that's it's his first solo album. It's pretty good. I, I grabbed it when I saw it because it's not something I see in the wild a lot. Um, I had listened to it a long time ago, but not that much. I know there was one song I liked on it. Um, and I'll, I'll put up... In the pictures, you'll see me spinning these records. Um, so there's that. And then, uh, I mean, there's so many other ones. I'm trying to remember what all there is right now. It's sad, dude. That's sad when you got so many records you can't even remember. Uh, I know one. Guru, Jazzmatazz. So Guru was the uh, MC, the main MC on uh, with Gangstar, uh, which is a great rap group. I love Gangstar. I mean... Step, step in the arena. I mean, Gangstar is just awesome, okay? But Guru's voice, man, is amazing. And his rhymes are sweet. It, it He started coming out in the early 90s with these records. And he would do, he would basically get jazz artists and he would rap over what they were playing. And it was called Jazzmatazz. I think he made three or four of those. Um, the first one I love, I, I think I had the second and maybe the third. I, I think there might have been a fourth one, or maybe even a fifth one, but I kind of stopped after the second or third. Um, but this first one is just outstanding. And uh, he has artists from all over, uh, different jazz artists and, and DJs. It's amazing. And so that's another one I recently picked up. Um, I also picked up... Um, this album called Lovage 
and it's called yeah love edge music to make love to your old lady by <laughs> great name nathaniel merriweather i believe is the name of the guy uh but um yeah man it's really cool too and april and i came across their they have one song on that album called i'm a man and it's pretty wild man it the music is definitely it's kind of put you in that um exotic music uh, era you know with the kind of lounge music but it's also a little more sexual it's not foul it's just got some sexuality to it and and uh we like it it's fun to listen to and it's it's pretty great stuff it's good music so got that that's the one i have not opened and played yet all right uh, Soul to Soul, you guys know I got that one. Keep on moving. We've talked about that before. Um, man, I don't remember, guys. But, you know, I will put up the in the pics, if you click that link, you'll see all the stuff I've recently been spinning. Okay? So, sorry I can't remember them all, but I'm a little scatterbrained. I know Luna was in there. There was a Luna album. There's a couple others. Anyway, doesn't really matter. Go check it out if you want to. Uh, let's see, what am I watching lately? I finished The Pacific, which is the uh, second of the series of war TV shows with Band of Brothers. So they did Band of Brothers first, which is outstanding. Pretty sure that's the best television show ever made. Um, and then the second one was called The Pacific. It's all about the war in the Pacific, obviously, um, which was really the roughest... It was all bad, dude. Wars are just bad in general, but World War II was particularly rough. And uh, fighting against the Japanese on those islands near Japan was extra crazy rough. It, uh, we had to fight in ways that we weren't used to fighting. You know, it was very, very much guerrilla warfare. And um, e even though, you know, we ultimately ended up being successful in, in defeating them, uh, a lot of that also had to do with, with the, the nuclear bombs that we dropped, uh, ultimately to, to complete the war. And they surrendered, and that was it. But before all that, on all these different islands, man, the Marines, I mean, you've, you've, I'm sure you've heard of Guadalcanal. That was a huge battle. Um, or Iwo Jima, that island, that was a huge battle there. That's the one where the guys are hoisting up the flag um, on top of that hill. It, it it was it was rough, man. It was it was not the type of warfare that we were used to, and and so uh, it's a good show. It's it's pretty rough though, man. I mean, if you're if you can't handle some intense violence and and uh, some of the ideas even around some of that violence, it's probably best if you just take a big skip on this one because it's it is heartbreaking at times and. It is extremely violent and harsh, um, and hard to. It's hard to stomach, man. It's hard to look at sometimes. But this is what these people went through, you know. So uh, it's interesting at the same time, as despite how harsh it is, it's good for us, I think, to know what people have done and what they've been through in order to let us be where we are, you know. And I always remember that. I. I wasn't in the military, and I'm, I, I'm fine that I wasn't in the military. I would say I'm happy, but I'm fine. Um, I'm fortunate to not have been in a situation where I would have had to be in the military. Um, 
But if it weren't for all these folks that were in the military and went and fought overseas and did all this stuff, I wouldn't have been able to go to college, man. Uh, I wouldn't be able to record these and talk to you guys, you know. All these things would be different if these people wouldn't have fought so hard in these scenarios. So to me, you have to remember that. And, and I always do tell veterans, thank you for your service, you know. Um, I know, yeah, some of them probably worked in an office somewhere, uh, but so do we, right? And if they don't work in that office somewhere, it, then things stop working right and we can't succeed in whatever it is that we're trying to do. So it doesn't really matter what they're doing. If they're in the service and uh, they're, they're doing their part, <laughs> then it's a great thing. My grandpa was a dentist in World War II. That's what he was doing. He was in Versailles france and uh yeah that's where he started realizing he wanted to be a dentist so he did some dental work then um his brother was also in the military my father was in vietnam he he was in the navy during vietnam and, and had that going on my stepdad he was a lot older than me he was 50 years older than me um but he he was in world war ii when he was in the army and then uh, he was also later in Korea, the Korean War, or conflict, whatever you want to call it. And he was in the Marines. Uh, and he had two Purple Hearts also. Uh, so pretty, I come from a long line of military folks. I, I'm not military. My uncle was in the military. My mom worked for the Department of Defense. She worked in a laboratory, in a hospital in Fort Leavenworth. So I've, I've been around military my whole life, and, and I always do show respect. Now, I will say everybody's like, oh, they're a hero. Yeah, I mean, I think we overuse that word a little bit, you know, but in the end, it doesn't really matter um, who you call hero, I guess. So there's really no point in trying to pick it apart, <laughs> right? All right. Uh, yeah, so watch that. Um, not much else. I mean, we, we haven't watched any more Fargo. We need to. I, I want to see how that season plays out because it's so damn good, this fifth season. And then I would like to start watching True Detective, the newest uh, season. So we'll have to see how that goes. But I, I don't think my wife will be able to watch that with me. It's probably going to be too much for her. Because um, it's definitely always ultra-violent and grotesque. So I don't know. I don't know if she can handle that. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's about it for watching. I mean, you know, yeah, there's some stuff I want to see. Uh, I have ordered a few uh, 4K Blu-rays recently that I'm really into. Um, so I picked up uh, Into the Spider... Or wait, Across the Spider-Verse, the second one of those uh, animated Spider-Man films. I haven't seen it yet, but I grabbed it on 4K Blu-ray. I bet it's absolutely stunning. Uh, so I'm excited to watch that. I also picked up Oppenheimer. Finally got a copy of that. Pretty reasonable. And I know uh, what it, it looks like. It's an amazing film. I also picked up... Uh, I didn't know that Criterion was doing these 4K Blu-rays now. But I picked up Nicholas Rogue's Don't Look Now. Not sure if you've ever seen that film or heard about that film. But it's pretty amazing. And if you watch it, you'll quickly realize... Holy shit, there's so many movies after this that copied a lot of things off this movie. Um, 
it's the story of a man who helps to restore art and, and art in buildings specifically and his wife and they have a little daughter and there's a tragic accident with her and they ended up uh, moving because he gets a project in Venice uh, to work on some chapel there and they end up moving over to there kind of to just after everything after everything happens in the United States um, they move there for him to work on this project and, and also to kind of get a change of scenery because of the tragedy that's recently taken place in their lives so uh, it's Donald Sutherland is the main male actor and then the female actor I know that you're not supposed to say actress anymore I need to get used to that but the female uh, actor is Julie Christie um, and I think that's about it for people that you would know there's a lot of other people in there um, but they're not really people you might know very well um, so yeah but I love that movie uh, it's a weird one and it's sad um, and it has a lot of otherworldly aspects to it um, and a huge shocker <laughs> some twist uh, that blew me away. We watched it in film school and I remember watching it in film school and being like, how have I never even heard of this movie, man? This movie's incredible, you know? And uh, yeah, yeah, so there you go. I would like to get a few other ones. I mean, Dreams is another Criterion 4K Blu-ray that I'm interested in getting. Uh, that's Kurosawa's film that came out in 1990. Uh, it's a basically a bunch of dreams that he's had throughout his he had throughout his life um, that are pretty odd. Um, and Martin Scorsese is in it, and Martin Scorsese plays Vincent Van Gogh in in the film. So pretty wild. But yeah, I'd like to pick that one up. We'll see. I don't know. It's hard to say. Um, let's see. What am I reading? Nothing at all, really. I did kind of start reading some of the 30 seconds uh, lessons things. And uh, I started reading the ones on... I don't even remember, man. <laughs> it's not physics. It's not mythology, I don't believe. Oh, it's, it's uh, theories. It, it's basically just, you know, theocratic thoughts and... and uh, uh, yeah, pretty wild. So like stoicism, those those things. So you know, if you ever had to read like, uh, if you ever had to read uh, like letters from a Stoic Seneca, or Seneca, or you had to read Aristotle or any of those other theologians. Um, you might be interested in this, and I'd like to know a little bit more about it. Um, so, yeah, these 30-second lessons are perfect. I do need to read some comics that I have. I'm so backed up on it, but I am hoping to get some time just to do that. Uh, let's see. What else? Games? Nothing, really. I did buy a controller for my phone, and uh, it, it's a really nice one. Um, it is... Bluetooth, but the latency is like non-existent, really. Um, but it looks a lot like an Xbox controller, and you just kind of put your phone in the middle. And a lot of people I saw had been using it with these fold phones, so that's kind of why I went for it. Um, it's pretty awesome when I've got it in there. I've played a few things, mostly Diablo Immortal, 
Um, but it plays really nicely and it works great. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to having some time with that and, and getting used to that and using that over time too. It's pretty incredible. But that's about it on that stuff. Uh, I've toyed with building a gaming computer, buying a newer console, all that stuff, even buying a Switch OLED. But I just haven't done it because I just don't think I'll use it, man. I, I'll be honest with you. That's why I went ahead and bought that controller. Because I will use my phone and I will play stuff on my phone. I've thought about all kinds of things, buying a MacBook Pro and a newer one. I've thought about a MacBook Air, about an iPad, you know, the Pros. Um, but I think what I may ultimately end up doing is the Galaxy S10 tablets will be out this year. And probably what I'll do is trade in my S7 Plus at that time towards the uh, S10 Ultra, whatever Ultra version they have. Um, because that, I would use that as a laptop and a tablet. And uh, there's a lot of things you can do nowadays with those. So we'll see. I'm not sure yet. May not do that at all. Uh, and then podcasts. I mean, nothing really new. I've talked to you guys about everything. The one I really am into lately, other than the survival one I've talked about, is the Run Fool. That one. I love that podcast. And I've listened to a lot more of it lately, and I dig it, man. It's part of the Mr. Ballin uh, group of podcasts. He's not on this. It's someone else that's doing this. But it's pretty awesome. If you like kind of spooky stories and you believe in some of the uh, cryptozoological creatures and some of that stuff, you know, uh, the Jersey Devil, they talk about that there, the Wendigo. Uh, there's other things in there, too, but... Um, yeah, it's, it's cool, man. If that's your cup of tea, you'll probably like it. You might want to give that a try. But that's all I got, guys. I hope this sounds all right. Uh, it should. It's an expensive recording device. <laughs> but I don't know if I have it in a great spot either. So there you go. But I appreciate you guys listening, uh, as always. Uh, reach out to me if you need to, anything like that. Um, and I will get back to you guys next week with a whole new episode. Uh, I appreciate you again. And, uh, oh, one more thing I would appreciate if you're around in the area. Get off my lawn. <laughs>